Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are gathered here today <laughs> to get this thing called life. When you got the urge, you gotta go full out. So let's dance. Welcome to the dance room with veteran dancers and choreographers Heather Morris and Ava Bernstein Mitchell. Join Heather and Ava Flav as they share their stories, interview world class dancers, and recap all your favorite TV dance shows right here on the dance room. Oh my gosh. Guess what, guys? <laughs> What's going on? Oh Ed? my God, guess what? Well, A, we have Casey Money with us today. Oh my gosh. Casey Money. Clap, clap. Casey Money. Heather Morris. He's one of my closest friends and he's here helping me today. Oh my gosh, Ava's having her baby. Ava had her baby, you guys. Wow. Ava had her baby. Shout out to baby Brooklyn. Little Brooklyn. She was born on Thursday night or Friday. Funny story. (laughs) So I I texted Ava because we had some stuff that she needed to send me. I was like, hey, will you send that over? She didn't respond to the next day and I didn't, you know, whatever. She sent me the photos, the things that I needed. And apparently above the photos was like her telling me that she was having her, she was going into labor and I didn't see it. So I was the bad guy and like didn't respond, didn't say like, oh my God, you're going into labor. And then that Friday she texted me that like she had Brooklyn and she had a, she's like, hey, I had a baby. Hey, it's that a was sensible it. miss. It's a sensible miss. Had a know? baby. Yeah. I'm done. She's like, by the way, I had my baby. My baby. My baby's here. Oh, okay, good. Oh, wait, what, Ava? I'm like, <laughs> it's not even like huge news. I just had my baby. It happens. It yeah. happens. You know, a minor misstep. Yeah. Oh my God. But Casey's here. I'm here. Casey. Casey, money is in Welcome. the house. Thank Heather. Congratulations. Thanks, Casey. I listen every week. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, Casey. It's but wonderful. You're one of my closest friends. Yes, we got to dance together in LA for a very long time. For a very long time. Yes, we definitely have been a part of a lot of jobs and learned a lot of things on this crazy wild ride. It's been wild. And we're still we're still kicking. We're still here. Still kicking. Mm-hmm. Still alive. Amen. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. We are still alive. So I like to ask a question in the beginning now. Okay. This is going to be my question. If your life was a movie, what would the title be? And you can think about it It for a long time if you need to. I literally, the first thing that came to my head was Casey stopped singing that song. (laughs) (laughs) Because I... As you know, as one of my good friends, I am always singing, but like random songs get stuck in my head and I'll sing them for years. Like I have. Are they ones that you make up? No, they're like, it's like, I want to dance with somebody. Whitney Houston has been on my, my mind record for 10 years. Like I live with. And so all of a sudden you'll just start singing. Yeah. I'll be like, I want to dance with somebody. And just Alan's like, skip next. Alexa, skip (laughs) next. Alexa, skip next. Like, come on. Next. Um, so yeah, I think Casey, will you stop singing that song? (laughs) Yeah. And like the sequel would be like, um, okay. (gasps) Okay. And that's just like, that's the movie. (laughs) It's just like a bunch of shtick of just you singing a a random song. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know what mine would be. I'd have to think about that for a while. I'm the one that came up with the question and I didn't even think about what mine would be. This would be... Flamingo a go go. I just made that up. I don't flamingo know. Flamingo a go go. Yeah, and it's like you like in a giant flamingo costume and you're like dun 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 dun. I feel like Rio's happening and I'm like oh, yeah. turning around. Birds the everywhere, street. lights, glitter, like Aladdin, like an Aladdin yes. scenario. An entrance. A grand entrance. A grand entrance. That's what it is. Ali <laughs> But something flamingo. Yes. Something flamingo. Flamingo a go go. That's flamingo a go go. And that one we just made up on the spot. So Great. I don't know. Thanks, Casey. You're welcome. You yeah. you created this yeah. <laughs> this title for my life. I'm a, I'm a creator, you know. I know you are. <laughs> you created that dance. 
dance for Gino and Sophie on So You Think You Can Dance. Yes. So you were just telling me about some kind of, mm, like, what is it called? A booked and blaster? The, okay. Fight for your life? Which one was it? This is my booked and blessed moment. Yes. Booked and blessed. Hit it, Steve. <laughs> booked and blessed. <laughs> um, anyway, so... My booked and blessed moment is uh, I got a call from Faculty, who is the production company who puts on the So You Think You Can Dance live tour. And they were like, hey, we want to take the dance on tour. And so they're taking it on tour. You're like, excuse me? And I was like, and I was like, dead. And then I woke up and I was like, yes, (laughs) super stoked. So I'm really excited. And they get to, you know, kind of retell that story all over Across the United States. Yeah. And I'm really excited. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's been what an amazing, what an amazing ride. It's been a wild ride. Was it nerve wracking for you when you were in the audience and that happened? Like Tether blackout. Like I couldn't imagine. And like, it's so nice. Like Al Blackstone and like all the choreographers are so kind to each other and so nice. And Jonathan Platero and like just this like crew of people and the support system from the choreographers is so awesome. And one thing that they say is like, okay, get ready. Like when your piece goes on, like the camera's going to be on you the whole time. It's literally like this weird kind of like blackout moment where like, you're definitely watching it with like a, you know, like a fine pick comb. Like you're like seeing all these things, but then yeah. also you're like a very like weird out of body experience. Cause you're so nervous. Cause especially being on like the dance side of things. It's, it's dance, eh? but it's also like, it's your personal story. Yes. So it's like, uh, it, you have no control. Like we as dancers, when we get out there, it's like three, two, one, like we're live. And it's like, you, you have the control to, to make it all happen. Like you right. trust yourself. This is like, oh, you're it's out of your control. now. You, have, you can't do anything. Like you just sit there. And so it was wild. Yeah. It was awesome though. Wow. It, was, it was cool. And everyone was so supportive and they're like, you know, you got this. And yeah, it was awesome. Aww. Yeah. But then you had like that full circle moment, the n- finale, cause you got to sit next to Mandy and um, Elizabeth Ugh. who you guys went to. There's a, there's a program at the edge performing arts center um, where yes. you are. What is it called? It's called scholarship. Scholarship. And actually they just recently changed it to, it's called the Academy now. And oh. I believe there's like some sort of kind of like accredited system. I'm not exactly sure uh, what all it entails, but I think like it's more uh, focused on like taking classes and there's like science class and all these kinds of things. What? So it's now. like school? Correct. So it's a little bit more of like like knowledge based too. It's like you have like a they put out like tables and chairs and like you. you I are, wonder if they teach you how to like learn about mortgages and like financing and <laughs> listen, stuff like that, which I hope they I'm going to be in the class front row, like raising my hand, like so. What, what does that mean? <laughs> How do I do this? Yeah, like what? What's you know? Like what is this line and on my taxes about? Oh, I'm like, I, you, oh, t- what is a tax? <laughs> I still don't understand taxes. Uh, my brain doesn't work like that either. But no. Shout out, you know, um, Edge Performing Arts Center and Bill Prudich and Randy Lair, like they're incredible people. And Mandy and Elizabeth and I all were on the same year of scholarship, right? And they're like these two incredible choreographers, and they've had a great like teaching story and a great working story, and they're awesome, and they're my best friends. And yeah, they, they were just sitting next to it's me, crazy, watching our pieces go live on right. something you can do. That that the three of you in a row, the picture yeah. you posted of you three, uh, like the throwback scholarship, it was, was my favorite. Ugh, it's wild. Yeah, so cute. It's so so cool. And this week we have um, Tim Logram, creator of popular video content T Millie Productions. T Millie, T Millie TV. Um, you see his videos all over YouTube and Instagram, and it's just nice to get to know the man behind the camera and how he began his journey and how he talks about how he would bring his business card to auditions like cattle call auditions where he just would sit there for hours and hours and just like hand out his business card and then it turned into this huge like business yeah i don't know this thing like and like those like 
cool lights that he has in his studio. Oh, I know. <laughs> those, I'm always like, wow, those are so cool. He's like super dope. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? We're going to put like 17 lightsabers in the back of my studio. 17 lightsabers. <laughs> you know, like just we're going to dance and do lightsabers in Star Wars. So. I love that sound that you just I made. I made that up. I don't know if that's what those are. But no, but it looks really like good. Some, look it like, looks like you could run to the back, grab them, turn around, face <laughs> the camera, and just start doing just like, like lightsaber and dancing. And like slice someone's wrist off real quick and then go back. Or someone's, yeah. someone's hand off. <laughs> Listen, this is, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Slice someone's hand off. It's a totally different. It's a different, not the hand. It's, it's like, like improv yeah. dancing. Yeah. It's like How this, do you go with that? Yeah, like you draw numbers and like the like whoever draws like number three is the one that has to randomly go back, pick up the lightsaber and cut your hand but off. But you don't know who has number three. Ah! <laughs> Ow, Jeremy. Yeah. Ow, Jeremy. Ow, because you know, he would get number three. He Jeremy would. Hansen. He would. And you wouldn't know who it was. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways... Uh, my my booked and blessed this week. If for those of you who care, uh, <laughs> that was good. Was let's, Ava let's, let's harmonize? Booked and blessed. Perfect. Doesn't happen. Done, Ava. <laughs> was that Ava had her baby? I don't yes. think there's any other moment that I could recollect that would be as important as Ava having her baby. How cool is that? It's just so amazing yeah it just i don't know it, it she was definitely ready to have that baby <laughs> she, she said get out she was like you need to get that baby you need out to go ahead now and go like it, yeah it's time no she worked on the day that she had her baby she did she did so thursday at, we recorded on tuesday which was her due date okay and then she's like i'm just gonna take a job on thursday and just see how it goes i'm like you are a ninja i don't get it she said plie out. She said, plie, plie, labor, go home, have her baby. And then a text Heather pictures and then no response. Yes. No response. No response. Oh, also. Terrible Heather. Heather great. Had the baby. Great co-work. <laughs> yes. Congrats, Ava. That's a huge book. To, I mean, come on. That's, that's, that's the, the point biggest. of life. That's the point of it life really right is. there. You know, is the little ones. I'm glad you appreciate that, Casey. I really do. You, well, you know, I love the kids. I know you do. I love the kids. I love to teach. I love it. So I want to talk about something really quick. Or as long as we want to, okay. which is a hot topic for me. Hot topic. <laughs> I'm gonna do hot that. topic. Hot topic. 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 Okay, I always wanted to do that. <laughs> Slow running. <laughs> what is your opinion on social media and phones? Oh, okay. how are you feeling about it right now? Well, yeah, that's a like for me lately. Instagram has been like my. It's been negative for me. Like just And I'm not happy with it Just like in general Or like any like Specificity of like I, I, I'm trying Because I don't like To have my phone In my face Around my kids Yeah It's a really big no-no For me And I have a hard time With it And I feel like The more that I try And get away from Me holding my phone The more I'm doing it Because I'm thinking about it And Got then I'm it. like Okay <laughs> don't like, look at your phone And it's like there I'm like yeah. But wait when do, uh, I don't know Well it can It can get addicting You know like it, it's, it's weird too Because like When we first moved out here Like the iPhone 1 came out you know, like, right. and, and then so we really seen the, like, we didn't even, when we were growing up, we didn't even have YouTube, no. you know, so it's, like I had a blessed. sidekick <sighs> when I first moved to LA. I had a Blackberry Pearl. Get it? Blackberry Pearl. <sighs> and like, you know, it's, it's weird. It's like a blessing. You can use it for good and it can be addicting. You can use it for evil. It's like, you know, how many of us have gone through these weird nights where you like go down these holes of like, ah, oh, this person is doing this and then comparing and you, right. You just, it's like, you know, you can't I'm trying it. to stop like the comparing, but then it's I'm hard. like, yeah. I, I don't know. I have a hard time switching off at night. Yeah. So if I look at my phone, it's usually at night because I'm with my kids all day and yes. I'm really trying not to look at it. And so then at night I turn it on and then I can't fall asleep. You know, it's something that I think as a, a, a professional in any type of company can use to their benefits uh, to be able to like 
show what they're doing or us as right. like choreographers or That's whatever. That's hard. But then it's like personal usage too and like just it gets, yeah, there's, there's yeah. like a gray area. I get them switched because yeah. I have to use it for work and I'll like post stuff and <laughs> right. I'll, you know, I need to get followers and I need to like yeah. do this for business. You need more, blah, blah, blah. And like also make it really personal and make it all about you. And then, but like, where is that balance of like, yeah. this is me personally and just like, I don't really need to do it every day, but somebody else is telling me I need to do it like every day at 12 o'clock and and it's hard like you yeah like you to be able to like separate personal from from work exactly is a little bit yeah that's difficult i can understand that like i don't want to look it up on the weekends yeah. but i can't de- delete it from my but phone because i just have to download it again and it's so hard because there's like technology is so cool these days i know like, it, you know there's some really cool fun things like there's some pretty cool games on there you know <laughs> yeah have you like muted anybody yet um that's where like you mute the you can mute people no 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 i'm i'm like i'm pretty i'm pretty good at social media in terms of like i i can do it but i'm not like super super good at it like i am not the best at it if you look at my instagram it's like you don't like do it every day like no i mean i'm i'm i definitely visit it every day uh it's something i you know i definitely am on it but i'm not like posting actively necessarily yeah every day do you feel like you use a lot of tools on your your phone that like keeps you on it, or do you feel like you're good at no, managing I'm, it? I'm pretty, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm on social media here and there, like throughout yeah. the day. Um, but yeah, there's like you know, uh, my boyfriend Alan, Alan Salazar. So shout out to you, Alan. He's so cool, and he like has all these this really cool iPad, and he's like always on it, and like doing all these different like art projects and he's editing videos and music and like That's you know so, cool. so like he uses it for good you know right <laughs> and i'm over here like instagram <laughs> right as um, does taylor because he's like editing videos uh, and like making his content taylor taylor oh my gosh taylor i think oh my god taylor if you don't know hubble, about taylor hubble's instagram guys, please i mean there's nothing better and that's why like alan's probably doing some sort of editing like yeah. doing music i'm literally watching your husband stain wood Casey's like it gets me off. I it gets me off. Uh-huh. I love it. Like what's the MSRP? But that's how I am. AS, ASMR. ASMR. Okay, ASMR. <laughs> mine's visual too. Mine's not. I can't. Mine's nope. not sound. Mine's, mine's visual. Not sound. Mine's like oh my god. Mine's like watching puppies and like yeah, oh, pitbulls. The dodo. The dodo. Oh, I send you like at least one video a week of the dodo. You and Audrey. I love this. the dodo. <sighs> it's also very like the the kind of friends that animals make together. Right. Oh my gosh, have you seen the commercial where the, like, the dog's name is Cooper and she's like, Cooper, and his face did is you against eat the, the treats? <laughs> and his face is pressed up it's against just the pressed against. And it's like, and he's just like so ashamed and you can just read his vibe. It's like, oh, he's dang like, it. I know I did it. She like walked in and he was already positioned. Uh, speaking of, Jenny, Jenny's here. Jenny is here. Jenny's here. Love Jenny. She Jenny's gets excited for five minutes and oh. then she lays down. Shout out to Jenny. Love her. Shout out to Jenny. Jenny, can you hear us on our Instagram podcast? Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so Dancing with the Stars this week. I don't okay. know if you got to watch it. I did not. I'm, no. I did not so it's our it. second week. And Ava and I have discussed like if we like it, if we don't like it, okay. like who at home, who likes it? Y'all likes better to look alive it. and answer. Come on. We look need to alive. Know. Like look alive. Like just like if you have an opinion, throw it out. You know? Right. You can leave a comment, yeah. suggestion. Heck yeah. So we'll leave a suggestion box somewhere in the universe. Heck yeah. Um, but So we just like to know if people like it or not. But I feel like I am a bipolar person when I watch the show. I know what good dancing is. And most of the time, the show's like not that great. The dancing's not great. Um, I'm really actually mostly just watching the professionals. Got it. Like Val, because they're just Ugh, incredible. So good. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Like yeah, it's <laughs> like, like Val, oh, what? Let's watch Val dance. Let's okay. just watch Val dance. <laughs> and like maybe that's why America wants to watch it too because they just want to watch professionals. Got it. And like maybe they want to watch the celebrities, but then like once the celebrities dance, I'm like super excited for them. Like after they're done, and I'm like I know how that feels, and I'm like defensive when the judges like give them hard scores, and I'm like, but they're not dancers, like right. And now apparently they're making it all about like the technique this year. And there's, it's not about like how great you shine or your personal growth or like, we feel like you're getting better. It's like actually technical. And it's kind of like how I believe it used to be a long time ago. I think it used to be like super like about like, you know, like the technique of what you're doing. And then it kind of moved away into like the growth, I think of the person and their journey. Yeah. Right. Along with technique. Yeah. I don't think the new format really makes sense because a lot of them aren't dancers. Yeah. Well, how do you think it's like, how do you, is it like a lot different uh, and like how so from like your season in terms of like structure? Well, I got judged basically on like my emotions and I wasn't letting go and I wasn't (laughs) showing like my personal side. Got it. And then like Bobby Bones won and they had, there was like a huge discrepancy on like why he won because he wasn't technical. And so this year it's all about technique and they're making it more of a point to like show that. And so I don't really know what I'm saying, but it's just like, no, that it's makes sense. different than yeah. when I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like in like, you know, it's going to be obviously like, I think more, uh, different to watch because if you don't like necessarily know technical ballroom or whatever, yeah. uh, it gets like, you're just watching the person have fun. If you're at you're home watching a celebrity and I'm yeah. like, most of those people, like you did a really good job yeah. for just learning that a couple days ago <laughs> when well, we dance. So it's like, and we dance. Yeah. It's like if they, I liked the show. I always love the show because they show the process and it's like you're right. in rehearsals and there's a lot. I mean, to be able to, I work with people that can't even, you know, it's hard for them to step on like their left foot and then the right foot. Like it's, yeah, exactly. So what they're doing is incredible. Like their rise and fall and their hip action. And mm-hmm. yeah, like it's, it's really fun to what, and cause you know, you've been through this experience. Yeah. Learning that technique is no easy task. No you know, easy task. And for like a human body to do what they do is wild. Right. And then to in ask, front of a lot of people. Yeah. And in front of like, yeah. How many people? Millions. But Hannah millions. Brown, is that her name from The Bachelorette? Uh, Hannah. 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 She's like a professional dancer. She used to do dancing. Oh. And so I'm like almost like <laughs> hypocritical about it because I'm like, that's not fair, You're Hannah. You're like, yeah, like they were hard on I'm me. Like, yeah. Well, and, but she's really, really good at what she's doing. Yeah. And so now I'm watching her. I'm like, you shouldn't be on this show. You're like really good. I mean, it was not hard to, cause like, I mean, there's like, I think Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, she was on it. And Did she, she was, win? Mm, yeah. I want to say she won, she right? Won. So like, I guess that gives. Yeah, it, they do like kind of ebb and flow, I think, because yeah. like they give it to a dancer that year, you know. But yeah, that's hard. If you're a dancer, you're coming on to Dancing with the Stars. Right. So I think you have like a, a right. one up. So for everybody that had like harsh critical judgment on me, I get it now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm there with you. Like, I understand. Got it. Copy I love that. you, Hannah. I think you're hysterical, <laughs> but <laughs> just maybe not going to win. Just a man. Yeah. So on to our guest this week. Let's go talk to Tim. Team Millie. From the Lady Gang Network and Podcast One. I dated a lot of gay men in my life. Maybe it's I didn't know I was gay until you liked me. <laughs> it's Showmance with Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz. How romantic. Join the former Glee stars and best friends for an untraditional take on finding love and friendship in the world of show business. As the modern poet Jenna Ushkowitz once said, tradition. <laughs> Don't miss new episodes of Showmance with Kevin and Jenna every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hope you find friends as good as us. <laughs> 
So T. Millie is a highly sought after content production company with videos reaching millions and millions of views. But the man behind it all is Tim Milgram, professional dancer turned creator and director of T. Millie TV and the T. Millie Studios. We are so excited to have him here with us today because yes. we feel like we know your company and like all that you've created with the art form, but we don't get to know the man behind the camera. So we're excited that you're here getting to talk with us and our, our listeners. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is awesome. Good to have you. So did you, you're a professional dancer, first and foremost. Uh, first and foremost, I used to be a computer programmer, and I quit that career to pursue dance, actually. Okay, okay yeah. whoa. How did yeah. that happen? Um, I was taking classes out here, and a teacher I like looked up to for a really long time called me out in a group, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, nope. Feeling. You know what? You know what? This is it. This has got to be it. Like yeah. I started. I mean, it's a bit of a exaggeration. Or, yeah, sorry, a shortening it was kind of like your calling. In a way. But there was like a moment where I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. Uh, this computer stuff. I'm not. My heart's not in it. Yeah. And uh, I'm. I moved here while I was still pursuing that career, but I moved here to be closer to dance you moved and here from where? from santa barbara okay and uh, yeah i was working for a software company for three years after college uh -huh. and um i moved here just to be closer to dance to be able to take class maybe like perform a little bit but mm -hmm. still keep my full-time job and after like oh, wow. eight months of like i started getting asked to be in people's carnival pieces and uh just audition for things sometimes i couldn't make it to rehearsals because i'd have to be you you know, nine to five and at a certain point i was just like yeah, I need to I need to stop doing this and I need to I need to commit to something more creative and Yeah, um, I couldn't imagine being sitting in front of a computer screen for hours and hours and hours like and then starting to being like introduced to like just the art that you want to be in. Yeah, dance. Yeah. Did you so then you were older when you started dancing? Yeah, so let's let's pull it back just like a notch. Uh, I went to Santa Barbara. I was undeclared, and then I like decided to do computer science because I was just partying too much, and I thought <laughs> I needed yeah. a really tough major to like level me out. Yeah. Um, and then I found dance through. Perf <laughs> I joined a fraternity that really cared about this thing called serenades, which is like two quarters a year the pledges have to perform for like the sororities oh my god! and that was how i found dance and the first dance video i ever edited was actually the videos that were filmed from us going to the sorority houses performing for them oh look at that so, oh interesting so you're yeah. kind of doing both at the same yeah. time like yeah. starting to dance but then like using your skills as a uh, editor yeah. and i had no clue. computers yeah, i had no clue it would it would go this far right like, it was just like a fun thing to do and like like yeah, I just I was introduced to dance through like a semi drunk fraternity thing, right? And, and then it like, turned out to yeah. be what you really wanted yeah, to it's do. Kind of crazy, kind of. <laughs> what was your first dance job? First in the industry, dance job. Yeah. Um, I, oh man, I really want to. I don't want to say this music video because like people will look it up and it's like, just say a uh, music really video. Bad. Just say a uh, music video. I mean, come on. Got it. I, I did a music <laughs> video for this. Uh, this artist is like a she was really popular in the 80s and then she like came back with this music video mm. okay. and my second one was a job for Rosero I um, I was like dancing for this girl group they're uh, they're called the five LPs oh my goodness yeah Cute. Was five little princesses so oh like, they're all like 14 <laughs> and it was like me and Sir Charles as opposites uh, like and you're like uh, I'm like a giant guy and you yeah. guys are like these little girls and you're like uh, yeah, it was oh a little gosh. awkward it was a little weird it was a little weird but I mean it was, it was, it was fun but yeah, yeah it was <laughs> That's yeah, I was like 27 or something like that. And oh, my goodness. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then how did you transition into the whole videography thing? Like producer, director. Producer. Like when sure. did that light bulb go off for you yeah. to, to. So, OK. Yeah. So basically, um, 
when I quit that job and I started um, kind of trying audition, I got mm-hmm. an agent uh, signed with MSA, and um, I start. I was making concept videos of my own of my own choreography. Yeah. Either I'm in it, or I would have dancers do it, and mm-hmm. then um, I was taking class, and one of my teachers was like, "Hey, uh, I saw your concept video. Do you want to like maybe shoot something for me?" I'm like, "I don't really." do that but sure okay, i got a lot right. of free time <laughs> yeah why not? so yeah so i shot that video and it was like i think i made 50 bucks for like 20 hours of work and i'm like but oh, hey i did something you know but i did something i did something and you know, that that first video was like when i came up with the team Lee productions logo oh really oh, just because like i didn't yeah because i didn't want to say a tim milgram production my uh-huh. last name sounds like i'm an, yeah. account, an accountant so uh-huh. uh, i really <laughs> you know eh. so i um i came up with something more swaggy which actually also came from the frat because my former roommate would be like what up t millie and i was like oh t millie production so that kind of stuck and uh, that was the first video I did. And then I met, like, a bunch of dancers on that set and did a concept video for one of them, Josh Kalaki, who now, like, teaches regularly yeah. at my studio. And, and um And uh, through that, I just kind of found more and more people. And I happened to physically be in this area. I like, was living in North Hollywood. Yeah. And the there was this demand for filming dance and very few people that were doing it. And I just happened to have some filming and editing, like, just some drive skills. yeah and then you. some dance knowledge and i just kind of combined the two together I, with my f- free time and i was you know i'd go to auditions and there'd be mm-hmm. these big like cattle calls for like justin bieber or something we're standing around for two hours outside in the sun mm-hmm. i'd have my business cards which said dancer choreographer videographer mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and i'd be handing out these cards and like you know, I was just hustling. I was looking for yeah. ways. Filming very quickly in my mind became the. It was going to be instead of having to get a side job to support dance. That was. I, yeah, I was. I was like, I'm going to come out even. You know, I had a savings because uh-huh. I, I had a good career before good. that. But, um, <laughs> but I'm like, no. My goal was to come out even and do it with something else creative, which was the filming. And it just so happened that that stuff like really started taking it, off. Yes. And, yeah. And, what yeah. year was this? Would you say where where you were like, okay, I, I'm doing this. I would yeah. say there was never really a moment where it switched like instant like I never decided that but I'm going to be doing film no, instead but I of dance mean, you said like, you shot that first video and you were like oh, oh light bulb like oh I could do this oh maybe like 2012 okay yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. oh wow yeah. and but w- what I was saying is it's interesting that there was never really a moment where I decided you know what I'm yeah. going f- to lean yeah. in more to film mm-hmm. it was like I think there was a point in time maybe where instead of like at for a while if I got an audition, I would reschedule a shoot that I was booked on. But yeah. there was maybe one gotcha. day where instead of rescheduling the shoot, I did the shoot and didn't go to the audition. Mm. And then it's like your actions. Which is the industry in general. Like yeah. That's how I feel like all of us are trying to work on yeah. what we're doing as our side gigs. Were there yeah. ever any issues with the industry and in general that you were like struggling with just the fact that you're going on cattle calls or you're just not like 100% sold on being a dancer? I think by the time I started booking jobs, I was already making more money with video mm. than like the amount of effort mm-hmm. uh, like like the audition let's see, like yeah i mean i remember oh, the audition yeah i remember i remember there was like like a typical job at the time i mean now with social media i think it's things are a little different but we'll get back to that mm-hmm. but um at the time when uh when like when i booked those few jobs at the beginning yeah. it was like three hours or with cuts of an audition then yep. the next day like a 12 hour rehearsal then the 12 hour shoot day and you make like 500 bucks yeah like that was yeah. that was yeah. it yeah. with social media things are a little bit different because now people can get paid for posts or paid for yeah. their following due to the ability to advertise something mm-hmm. um 
but back then that was not the case. So Absolutely. it's actually an interesting concept. If social media was at the point back then when I was really pushing for as a dancer, uh-huh. I might have actually stuck with it. Okay. That's like I okay, I could see that. Because I was so willing to navigate mm-hmm. the the internet thing. Yeah. But, yeah. And especially when right. you're so new to it too, you're you're taking jobs and doing jobs that you're not going to make as much money. Whereas maybe if you're further along, I mean, you're still not making as much money anyways. Like no matter what you're doing, you're just not like you have to have a side job as you're saying, like you're doing other things to keep it afloat. Um, Yeah. Back then for sure. Now I feel like if you can really play the social media game, right, you don't need a side job as a dancer. You can really like, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No money in that. Yeah. It's kind of wild. It's, Amazing. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever expect your role in this industry to become so big as it is? Honestly, no. I, I just, for a very long time, I was just trying to learn. Like, yeah. you know, and through learning, I, all I was doing was learning, right? Hundreds and hundreds of dance videos later, I became really good at this specific thing. And through that, there are just moments where I made impacts. And that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah. What made you decide between doing stuff like this and like learning Steadicam work and working in film? Like, was it ever an option in in your train of thought to do like film work and maybe do like regular productions, or was it only just this? Um, it's a it's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> well, like I've I've directed a few national TV commercials. I've done oh like, cool. I've done bigger I've done bigger projects. Uh, those are like very occasional. Okay. It's like when the dance thing like cracks through into like you know the right main, the main into the thing. commercial but yeah yeah no i the like the biggest job i did from like a numbers perspective is a is a tv uh commercial for um shoe carnival oh yeah which, which aired during the opening I like olympics commercial. like the mm-hmm. olympic ceremony during the commercial like they aired during that i think did it was you like know it was gonna ten, air uh yeah i did okay i think it was the whole thing like across all the ads was like a 10 million dollar ad buy for that commercial and like it was Wild. playing a lot and i was just like kind of blown away but i also didn't have cable because i, I like, <laughs> so I'm, like i'm like a netflix person yeah, yeah so i couldn't re- i like i bought cable and the cable box so i could yeah. see my first commercial on tv which is yeah, that's precious. Yeah, we didn't have cable for a while, and I did a commercial recently, and I'm like, we have to turn it on so yeah. I can watch my commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's I feel like you, you answered a call to an industry that needed you. You just came in at the right time. So, like, instead of uh, you, like, pursuing, I guess you would say TV and commercial and stuff like that, I feel like you just kind of knew. You were mm-hmm. like, well, it looks like people need Yeah, you went with it. F- film yeah. something. I felt like so the, stream, go. the stream was yeah, going in a certain like, direction. I just kind of rode with in. it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What the demand was like. Pretty cool. So then what's your creative process like? Like, how do you get from... Like getting the content, watching the videos, or watching like the dance, the dancers perform. Like, do you have to watch it a couple times? Like, watch what the choreography is, and then pick up your camera and start going. So it depends on the type of video that we're doing, right? Uh-huh. So if, if you're talking about classes, I just like walk in and just do you it. Just go. That's like second nature. I'm I'm gonna maybe do it blindfolded once to see what happens. Oh, <laughs> I think you like, should. That's, that's like that's like super super easy. And the reason I film classes is like kind of still film classes is one. I opened a studio, so like there's certain moments where I feel like it's really important for me to like keep popping in. Um, But also like filming classes for me is like taking dance classes for a dancer. Gotcha. Right. Like it's practice. It's just practice. Um, Like maintaining that like movement and that aesthetic and that reaction to what you're seeing in front of you and like that instinct is and that instinct I think is what actually I'm known for. I don't think 
don't think people like really narrow it down. It's like, oh, he's really good at filming dance. But, Very but it's really specific. just it's just instinctual reaction yeah. to what I'm a seeing in front of me and being able to create a blueprint really quickly of the of the routine in my head. Right. So yeah. like after like after filming it once, usually the like the first group is like the choreographer choose like in the class they choose like a group of five or something a bigger group, um, and I, that first group I'll like figure out exactly where I need mm-hmm. to be for like the re- the other ten groups gotcha. that, that I film, um, but in general, uh, when you then take that level of instinct and then you put it into a more formal setting when you're doing a concert video or a music video and you actually memorize the choreography from rehearsal and then you come in and have a plan that's when like my actual work really shines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's when it's not when i'm like freestyle like so filming classes is free, it's kind it's of freestyling free yeah doing an actual music video or or concept video is more like is more like choreography for me yeah Absolutely. Right? it's so. like when we do jobs and we go we wish a dancer would have filmed it or shot it or done it because they understand movement instead and, of and just get, instead yeah, of just somebody a dormant who's not, camera yeah. shooting it. It looks so much more dynamic yes. when you have somebody who who's also in the movement knows dancing. Yeah, it's so helpful. Yeah, that's amazing. Who's yeah. your favorite choreographer to work with? Oh, that's tough. Um, my, I feel like that just constantly changes, is because like people kind of pop in and out a little bit. Yeah, but um, some standouts. Y- I, I really, I mean, I've shouted her out before. It's like I think the last podcast I did, I, I mentioned too. I think I really, really appreciate Galen Hooks okay. um, because I believe that her choices in choreography and the ability to create subtle yeah. moments is similar to how I create subtle moments with the camera. Absolutely, I, like I, the 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 subtlety of what I do is the not is the not moving. I think a lot of people pick up the camera. Um, especially with the stabilizers kind of does half the job for you. But that Mm -hmm. other half, there's actually a lot of nuances to it. Choosing to move as a reaction to something or choosing to not move as a reaction to something is is the filming. Mm -hmm. It's not just about adding movement. It's about finding frames, creating that picture, letting letting it breathe for a little bit, and then moving again when the music calls for it mm. and that's just something that i know is is what, what i've learned over the years and, yeah. and um galen's really good at creating that same level of dynamic throughout Absolutely. her choreography mm-hmm. and that's why when i when i do work with her i feel like it's um those two things just connect so a, perfectly a marriage a yeah. great marriage yeah yeah is there a way to make a dancer look better than they are like on camera with those subtle movements or like have you learned techniques to make a dancer stand out more than like say if they were just watch a regular video um well so for a very long time i think my answer to that question was that or a similar thing is that um you can never really experience dance in a video just like the same way that if you were there in in a real life moment and somebody was just amazing and yeah. you can you can feel you can that, that sense energy. them from mm-hmm. five feet away right? yeah or they're on stage and you're right you're right yeah. there and you're watching it you can't quite get that same thing so my job is to try to get it close to that mm-hmm. right so um yeah there's uh, just a wide angle shot of someone dancing can be really revealing because it it doesn't distract at all from you know mistakes or imperfections in their movements mm-hmm. that might be dis- visually noticeable camera movement sometimes distracts from that and can emphasize the music more which adds more or for instance if choreography you're saying can you how do you improve something like for instance uh there's one concept that i use when editing is if there's nothing on a specific sound 
uh, in the choreography. Mm-hmm. Like if the choreographer ignored a sound, possibly intentionally, mm-hmm. that's a good place to cut from a wide to a close-up because you're not disrupting anything that they did, right? Oh, if there's yeah. like a stop I, moment yeah. and there's a click there, cut on the click, cut. you mm-hmm. just added your own chore- musicality to the video, right? We're not talking about classes. We're talking about like, like yeah. actual like, like concepts. Yeah. So um, a great place to cut would be when the choreographer ignored the music, intentionally yeah. or unintentionally. Right. Unintentionally and you're actually improving the, the, the content. Yeah. Intentionally and you're also improving the content, but like even more does that make sense absolutely yeah no yeah did that take a while for you to learn um yeah i think originally when i first started editing i think i cut on beats all the time regardless Mm, that would be my regardless what i would do yeah and then eventually i realized like i just had a better taste for um when is it good to cut on beat off beat sometimes cutting right before an important moment in the choreo will emphasize that moment. Sometimes just letting it go for a long time will be impressive to the viewer that there was no cut for a certain sequence. Right, right. Like, the, like a da-da-da-da-da-da, boom. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cut in the middle of a da-da-da-da-da-da, boom. Yeah. You want to cut right after that. Yes. Right? So, or right before the boom. You got to feel it out. And I think, I think that's kind of another thing that... Um, I would say sets me apart is just that just not even the skill, but like the years of experience to like see a situation yeah. that's happened on camera and be able to like smooth it out better. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. Are you self-taught or have you had formal training? I'm completely self-taught. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's also your relationship from going in the class and then going and watching the videos at home. So you're just kind of getting like double dosage. Yeah. I'm, you're not having somebody else edit your stuff. I'm sure you, you in the beginning were editing most of your things. Sure. I mean, s- sometimes now, occasionally I'll have people edit like Oh, absolutely. Things, Cause you're so but, busy. But, um, when it comes to like concept videos and stuff or anything like bigger projects, I'm like, I'm editing it like, or at least physically in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I, I think that a lot of people just kind of jump into this filming dance thing and it's like, I would like to see more fundamentals and like an actual, like maybe there should be some kind of education for it. Right? But that coming from somebody who is self-taught, why do you feel that way? I think I created some of the fundamentals. I'm not, not going to lie. So then will you soon start creating <laughs> yeah. online classes okay. for people to take? Possibly. The only question is, is it kind of niche? I don't believe so at all. I mean, I follow like Instagram home bloggers mm-hmm. and they had themselves have created like their own like styling channels where you can basically buy like a group of 10 classes and learn how to style your home with got your it, own taste it. and it's an mm-hmm. online video class and you yeah. it's, you go through an app that they have it's like you could do something like that for videographers so, so I've always no I've actually wondered like would it be valuable to do like um anything online as far as tutorials for people wanting to film dance mm-hmm. or is filming dance so niche it's filming dance specifically so niche yeah. that like it would only be like a couple thousand people interested in it but i think it's such a big market especially because it's so huge on instagram yes exactly because Mm. the people who live elsewhere they're gonna want to know how do i shoot my best content like if i have a studio in chicago or not even chicago like some you know what i mean because everybody wants that monumental they want the studio shot like and they want videos for their studio and they want to know no i've been i've been dwelling on this like question for years now and yeah i mean maybe we just answered it maybe this is it. we have a magic eight ball maybe you should ask it right (laughs) now for sure we can ask the magic eight ball see what it says if it gives us a terrible answer keep it on deck okay so what's your creative process like for your content videos are you highly involved are you concept videos yeah um 
So it depends on the scenario, right? Some concept videos come from the choreographer reaching out and like, hey, I have this concept. I want you to direct it. And then that turns into like a creative meeting where, you know, they, they kind of break down the idea and then I will try to add to it or, you know, create a little bit more of a story within that. Mm-hmm. Right. So like sometimes I'll, I'll, someone will have a concept, but they might not have a ending to the video and I'll like create that ending. And I feel like, OK, that's my creative input. And I gotcha. feel like, mm-hmm. you know, um, sometimes they have it all the way through and that's their thing you know from start to finish you know and um other times i'm co-directing occasionally with Mm -hmm. with the choreographer but um um i don't know i'm I'm never really hired as just like a director of photography for instance because i feel like creatively i always have some input that's above just the filming aspect Mm -hmm. um but so that's sometimes a choreographer reaches out. Sometimes uh, I will get a song from a uh, like a, a label, label, right? Yeah. And they they give us like a budget to You're create right. something on my channel, and then I'll find a choreographer. I'll I'll tell them what I think sh- the concept should be, and then we'll build from there, mm-hmm. right? So it just depends on the depends on the scenario. So was that whole thing your idea? Like, did you start pitching out to companies and like saying, "Hey, I create these videos," or was this something where production companies would come to you and say, "I have this song"? Yeah. To be to be honest i'm like the i think the most lacking part of my organization is that mm-hmm. we don't have like sa- a sales team reaching out like we don't like we don't pitch we yeah. don't have a pitch deck okay. we don't have like yeah. i'm not uh, that part for stuff for whatever reason th- has never been me i've never been one to like try to get things they come to you. um yeah, yeah and i think we could probably get more work if we figure out a way mm-hmm. to to sell ourselves in that way more mm-hmm. but i mean I think we're doing great, but it could always do better. Right? Yeah, so well, you're always that, you're doing yeah. amazing. Yeah, and there's always things to strive for. You know, like once, totally. and you have to settle into like what you do. Otherwise, <laughs> you can get super overwhelmed, and you're like, well, crap, right, trying to do it no, all. I feel crap. that. Now I have to spend money on all these people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But. Um. So personally, like a question for me is: we talk about being um like videoed in class sure. and going to class, and like what it's like for a seasoned dancer to be on camera and being scared and like nervous about it like what would be some advice you would give for a seasoned dancer or somebody who doesn't want to be in class like what would be some tips for people like me who are nervous uh take class at my studio um so (laughs) okay so no no but i actually i I actually have like it's not just it's not just like saying that it's like i I have reasons yes that i think that's valid um (laughs) one of the main things one of the main reasons the studio exists yeah is because i believed that I believed, I believe, uh, that the dance community needs a place where the filming does not cut into or take precedence over uh, the the training training the portion of the class. Time, yeah. That's amazing. And uh, that's why every class, although maybe it's not the wisest quote-unquote business decision, every single class is a two-hour block of time in mm-hmm. the day. So the teacher At your can, studio. Yes, yes, every single class. So whether or not it gets filmed, most of them do get filmed. We actually provide free videography services to the teachers. Um, But for every class, uh, about an hour and a half into class, the front desk will ask the teacher, hey, do you want to film? What time do you want to film? And then, like, they'll say, like, oh, one – you know, ten minutes from now, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then, the last mm-hmm. twenty minutes will be for filming. But they, the t- students, class. the students that already had yeah. what is considered a full class at any other studio. Yeah. yeah, but I would assume they're going to your studio specifically so they can learn how to be videoed. I think I, I think that's a good thing. But I also think that we are currently 
slightly battling this uh, maybe marketing thing where I think a lot of people perceive our studio as like the video studio. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is we're the training studio because we're like trying so hard to emphasize that like you are going to be taking a full class and you'll get to dance a ton of times in like the half, you know, yes. half class groups, mm-hmm. a ton of times you're going to get to dance before you ever see a camera. I yeah. like this. Right. I think so. I probably, was miss. I, I'm thinking something's completely opposite. Yes. Misled. But I was going to say, you guys probably should push that a little bit more so that people do understand that. Yeah. I knew that, but that is what is unique about your studio. And but that's why we're here. I like that. we. Yes. Get, we're, so are, people should know that. Because it's not going to cut into your... And if you want to leave before they start filming, you've had your full class. I like that, that I have my whole hour and a half to myself. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, if you go to some studios, the the camera's out the whole time, even while you're just learning the combo. And you're like, get out of my way. Like, I need this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you missing performing now that you're like behind it all? Or you do teach and you also get to teach? teach? So two months ago or three months, April, Mm -hmm. around my birthday, I decided... Well, Billie Eilish came out with a new album, and I was, like, really into it. Mm-hmm. And there's one song that just, like, blew me away. Which one? Um, it's called My Strange Addiction. Yeah. And, like... Somebody just the, put me on like, that. Yeah, I listened to the song... I listened to the album, like, at midnight when it came out mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then, like... Oh, by, was that deep? That was, like, yeah, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then, like, on Thursday, I taught my first class in six years. Get out. Right? What, what and, did you uh, teach? You were so inspired. What style? What... what? Uh, I guess it's like hip hop with a little bit of jazz funk okay. influence in it, but okay. m- mostly hip hop. I don't like even saying hip hop because like people who are like traditionally like hip hop fundamentals yeah. yeah. might not like like you that. Dance. But you know what I mean? I taught you a taught dance, dance, class. dance class. I taught my style, whatever uh-huh. that is, whatever that has become over the years mm-hmm. of like occasionally taking class and like mm-hmm. freestyling a lot. Right. That's that's what it was. Um, I made sure uh, the class was free because okay. I feel like if I'm going to be charging for a class. At my studio or any other place, I feel like I need to be able to be confident to say that I'm like an educator in dance. Mm-hmm. And after six years, I couldn't say that. That's so, cool. so you know, a- to lead by example, I yeah, you know, like just so there's no yeah. like room for oh also, Tim Milgram's teaching oh, again. You know, yeah, yeah. like I I'm like you know what it's gonna be a free class. People can show up. They yeah. can not show up. Whatever. And there's like there's a good like fifty sixty people there. It's cool. How humble. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Oh. How do you take care of your body when you're doing stuff like this? Because there's like a lot of hunching over and like you. It's from when I'm looking at videos of you doing it. It's like it yeah. looks like it's, it's hard cute. on you. It's not cute. It's not um, cute. It's not cute. Uh, so the weird thing is. Okay, so Pat, I don't know how this is going about to go into like self personal health stuff, oh, but well, yeah, but uh, okay, so like a couple years ago, I told myself I'd really start listening to my body if like yeah. anything was hurting. Yeah, um, mm. there was like I think four, three or four years ago, my back started hurting really bad, and I started I wearing bet. like I started it, it got to the point where I was like wearing a back brace under my shirt, yeah, like get kind of like in there sometimes, yeah. it'd be like really embarrassing in public, and it was just like it was bad, yeah. and I thought it was because of filming. I thought it was so I would like limit how much I film, and then I went to Japan for this job. And I filmed literally 14 hours a day for two weeks, but the pain went away. And I realized it was because of sitting in my ch- – the whole time, the back pain was from sitting in sitting. my actually very expensive, like, nice chair yeah. uh, wow. at my desk back hmm. home. Because when I came back home and sat down for 30 minutes That's to, to import the footage it. and went back – went to brush my teeth before bed, I was like, oh, crap. Ooh, look at and that. then I, it was like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So from that point on, I told myself any kind of pain, I'm going to take care of it. So that day I ordered a $23 uh, exercise ball off of Amazon mm-hmm. and yeah. sat on that instead oh, yeah. and my back is like healed. That's was, what I need to do. It was bad. I would like lay down on the ground three times a day for wow. 20 That's minutes. That's how I to- am. 
don't sit and in I'm chairs. Like, well, it's also like, and I'm, my your hamstrings aren't getting like yeah. the stretch yes. they need yeah. they because they like get this. tightened up if you're sitting down yeah, the whole time. Mean. So, so it's tips, crazy. guys. Yeah, no, and and <laughs> now at the office, I'll sit on a stool, like mm-hmm. one of the, like a it was like a bar stool. So like, there's no way for me to lean to down relax. It. Yep. So I'm just yep. either I'm this or I'm taking a break because my core is tired. Right. right. It's one or the other. God, I'm just so and lazy then, though, and I like to lay on my bed and do my work. And the and the other thing recently is um I realize like my feet the one thing that hurts really bad after like a music video day or yeah. concept yeah. video mm-hmm. day is my feet are like Dancer. killing me feet hurt and yeah. um so I bought these I bought these like sock things with like ice packs in them and I what? like what? every night right what? now do you know the name of these things <laughs> just go on Amazon and type like feet cold feet what? cold feet, ice, ice socks, socks. <laughs> where have I and, been and Amazon Amazon these? saved my life um, <laughs> so no I come home and every night like when I like spend like the last 30 minutes or whatever on Netflix before I go to bed yeah. I'll like ice my feet and Absolutely. and I feel I feel great so yeah just listen to what you're feeling and, and do it something about it yeah. Really, that yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you feel like because you're constantly with technology and like doing things that are, have a screen on it like do you have to unplug at certain points i really would like to you would like to um, i mm. i desperately need a vacation like <laughs> real talk Just i mean because because uh so we opened studio 10 months ago but before that for nine and a half ten months we were it was construction and i was just dealing with the constant oh. like headache of certain contractors kind of dipping out halfway yep. through a job yep. and b- after they got paid you know I, I made a lot of i made some mistakes okay. throughout the building process that cost me some money but mostly it was the stress of making decisions of Every sing- if you walk in their studio and you point in any direction, you'll see three decisions that I made about mm. something. Gotcha. Like every little detail was something I painstakingly decided on, and that just took so much out of me. And then the studio opened, and then for the past ten months, I've been just there twelve hours yeah. a day. Yeah. And yeah, I could use a vacation. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, lesson now is, that I'm talking about it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to Hawaii right no, now. No, it would be it would be nice. It, it's really just I, I think it's not just like about turning off the phone it's about finding a way to like mentally tune out of the oh yeah right it's the game like the hours of the like, day it's like the it's like the mental game that you play like i feel like in la there's like two my main drive is really two things one to create a positive impact and yeah. two to leave a name for myself right it's just those two things mm-hmm. they're both one is like less selfish than the other but they're both like they both do serve me yes right? like i want both of those things to happen i want to good things to happen mm-hmm. um and i feel like i'm in this constant game of what can i do to do the most of those two yeah. things mm. and when i see that there's like something that's against that or something that you know when you get the no or when you know or when when something doesn't work out with someone else mm-hmm. like who you're trying to work with or whatever you, it's just take it takes a lot of like mental gymnastics to sort through that and to try to like win this game that i'm playing yeah. mm-hmm. and tuning out of that game is what I need to remind myself to do. It's like yeah. life, yes. is, life isn't only about those two no, things, right. but I've kind of made it become that. Yeah. And especially with the studio, it just becomes this ecosystem of like really wanting these two things to happen. Yeah. And it takes a toll yeah. on you. So yeah. what do you do to wind down? What do you do outside of concentrating on studio and directing a, and filming? It's a great question. Um, I'm, you're just figuring I, it out. I'm just figuring out. Uh-huh. I've really been kind of lately kind of obsessed about getting a dog. Oh, okay. Like, and oh, I just haven't great. I haven't jumped to that yet, but I'm like really close to it. Gotcha. I really want a dog. Like something to focus on or take care of yes. that's not 
the dance video. Get a plant yeah. first. A plant. I have a few plants. Yeah. I've, okay. There's a, there's yeah, a plant in my though. house that's yeah. that's like I've had for like nine years now that Striving. is still, Did you name still it? alive. No, but it's like a. It looks like an ivy type thing. You know, it's like hanging. Okay. Out. So maybe uh-huh. the, it, its name is now ivy. Okay. Yeah. We named it ivy. ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> Heather, oh, Heather says that about having kids, it took her mind off of herself. It's having, putting energy into something else. So like sure. you wanting a dog, it's yeah. probably a good yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. A dog a and a vacation. Those are like the two. You I think my life that. would be a lot Get away happier. for like every, like once a month at least. Just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. town. For sure. Yeah. Just when I feel vacation. around them, like, let's just get out of town for mm-hmm. like a day. Yeah. Like, let's just go to the beach and hang out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What would be your dream job? to work with as an artist or like anybody in general? Um, so in general, the ideal type of job is a the something that is primarily a dance video mm-hmm. as the music video for the artist, right? Like because yeah. it just like shows mm-hmm. and there's examples sometimes of those things being the case and I've um, I, there's an NDA so I can't say too much mm-hmm. but there was a, a music video I directed for a major artist last year. Mm-hmm. Can't say who it is, but it was like my dream. I like mm. traveled across the world to work, you know, to do this. We yeah. shot a lot of stuff, and the song just—they decided the song is never coming out. Oh. <laughs> so, I knew that there happened. was a something. Yeah. Yeah. That, so you know, it's 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 tough. Like with with that, it's like wow, like that what that was the pinnacle of, yeah. of what I and wanted it's like to you, create. It, but, you did can't it. Release it, but yeah. You, yeah. You yeah. can't even so, show so that's, it. That's all I know. Well, you had your dream job. Any other ones? Yeah, so I I would say, um, yeah, so, like, the dream job is really when you can have dance be the, the, like, a major player in the the music video. Yeah. And the, like, artist leans into that fully. Like, for instance, Chris Brown, like, he's dance heavy. Mm -hmm. Is that somebody you would like to work for? I'd like to work with him, yeah. Like, because it's, you can say music video, but do you, like, are you saying not music video maybe both so okay. like here's an example of something that i look at is like I, I i didn't do the job but like i look at it as like the pinnacle of the type of okay. content uh it, there's an ed sheeran video that yes. starred philip Chabib. yes right and oh, like yeah. that no that, content video being it was like a basically yeah. a concept video but like high yes. level and Absolutely. shot in a more like like the most cinematic way and that was okay yeah, yeah that yeah. i want to direct more stuff like, gotcha. like that yeah um and i've i've done a few things um i did i did one for blake mcgrath recently with like yes. sean and casey it was like a little oh, thing in a so ballroom great. oh that was um, really pretty yeah, yeah. um kind of like when bieber did all those videos oh they yeah were just dance mm-hmm. yeah so like production like production that. will reach out and have people like they'll give them a budget and then they'll have the, them yes. create their own but I think he's thinking like the artist actually says this is w- my video but I'm not in it I'm gonna just I'm gonna yeah. the dance or they could be in yes. it they can they be, be in, in it, it but it's more like they're, it's they're the almost dance. making a cameo yes. kind of thing right yeah, like yeah, that that's, that's cool. kind of the I think that's the, the aesthetic that's what I would like to do more of so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put that out on the universe and it's there catch it. I have it. a question for you um why steer away from the word videographer videographer um I don't think there's anything wrong with that term. I just think that after a certain period of time in that in your career doing videos, you should I don't know if maybe that's the right word, but I feel like you should be ready to become a director. Gotcha. Right? Well, like from it. like Got you it. need to like mm-hmm. you don't need to choose any one of the things, but you should kind of pick what your primary thing you're available for hire would be. Gotcha. So I'm actually yeah. not a vi- 
this is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. I'm not really available for hire as a videographer. Um, Corey, I only collab with, you have a team. with Cor- I only collab with choreographers, right? So like okay. one one class videos at my studio in general are free. Okay. Um, two, uh, when a choreographer reaches out and asks for my rate, it's more like no, no, no. Let's talk about the creative. Like let's uh. like let's see if I want to do this thing with you, and we'll huh. and we'll go there. And okay. I, and I haven't charged a choreographer a single dollar in like four years, probably. Nice. So so what I am available for to uh, for hire okay. is to direct a video. Gotcha. I just happen to also want to shoot it and want to edit it and do those other things. A videographer is somebody who is available for hire to do all those so things. So you're not it. going yeah. to ML to shoot no. your homie's class? No, no, no. Gotcha. No. I mean, I would. If right. someone like if someone really asked me, like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I mean, lately, because of the studio, it's like Complicated. naturally I'm just a little bit, yeah. a little bit. But we still offer services to other studios. It's not like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have a team, too. Yeah, I have a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just choose, choose, like, to figure out what I want to do with my time right now. It's like, you know, and there's so much demand for me to shoot some of the stuff at my studio. So most likely I wouldn't be shooting at other studios. Mm -hmm. But it's not out of, like, conflict of interest or or whatever. Like, I'm I'm cool with a lot of the the other studio owners, right? So it's just, yeah, it's just just not where I want to put my Because you're busy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. But so to answer the videographer question, I don't think it's a bad word i just think i I just think that after like you know eight years if if you're like after eight years of doing work in the film industry if you're still considering yourself a videographer i think you just haven't grown that much gotcha it's interesting i think a lot of my concerns with social media is because i am so useful behind the camera Mm -hmm. it like that's where the stream still pushes me but that doesn't necessarily mean that's where i should be going we talked about the the river and rowing right but like the Honestly, the most worthwhile thing, like emotionally for me, and mm-hmm. like what made me the happiest in the past ten months since the studio has been open, is teaching my class, filming my own class, wow. editing my own class, putting up my own choreography online, and not having to really like only rely on other choreographers and being able to like do just one, one time, just one time, yeah. like do something where it's like mostly me. Yours. Yes, the dan- dancers showed up, so that was good. Yeah, you know, but, but like it. It felt so amazing, like being in front of the camera. It's different gratification, and, absolutely. You know, and that's that's kind of the same thing with with uh, this mm-hmm. yeah. podcast and everything. Like I, for me, I know I need to focus on putting myself out there more uh, and letting more people in mm-hmm. because, and it's the same thing you were saying. Like, not everyone fully understands it. Yeah, and that's that's the goal. Like, I think especially like moving forward and that was like my goal setting for 2019 yeah. like mm-hmm. do more Your stuff like, like say yes to, to things like this when maybe in the past it'd be like i don't really know i don't really do interviews yeah. you know yeah. so yeah this is kind of like you got to be your yeah. face and it's a hard thing for dancers to open up their voice and mm-hmm. start talking on a camera because they're not used to being asked about their opinions or fun jobs they've done they're yeah. kind of like scared and shying away from like saying the wrong things because they won't get hired again there's and I'm so, like there's so many different personalities you know? yeah it's, and the people that come across the table I mean we've had such great interviews people like it's just, it's, it's really rewarding. Great. it is really great mm-hmm. to hear perspectives and yeah it's journeys just, and journeys and yeah how people have been in the industry and whatnot so yeah it's really cool it's, yeah it's fun Okay, well, I have a little game for you. Okay. It's called It's a Yes for May. It comes from So You Think You Can Dance when their judges have to vote if it's a yes or a no, or it could be like a maybe <laughs> okay. for you. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, first thing, a dance thong. What, what, what? A dance <laughs> yeah. thong, a dance, like a dance belt. belt. I've... I've worn one before, but it's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no for you. Very uncomfortable. They, I hear they are. 
Um, ASMR. The way you said that sounded like a yes for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every time somebody comes in here, they bring it up. I had like to ask it. because Without we do, fail. yeah, audio, Every... uh, autonomous sensory meridian response, which I looked up a video last Whoa. night. That's what it's Have you for. seen these videos on YouTube? It's pretty amazing. I, I'm not like into it, but I won't say it's a no for me, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Right. No, yeah. I, I kinda it's like a maybe. It. It's, yeah. Like, did you see the one with like where, where uh, Cardi B did it? No. no, bruh. After this, oh. after this is over, I'm you're, gonna, look you're gonna look it up. She okay. does like a whole hour, like, an hour. She's I like, would watch she's Cardi like, B. Like, does she's like, <laughs> she, she's like with her long nails. She's like tapping the mic what? and like playing with these things, an and it's hour? like weird because she's good at. But it. I like her. I like she's Cardi good at like, it. Cool, she's I'll watch you. I you some, need to- I watched some girl do shampooing. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, we're back." <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and she was shampooing not a real whisper. person's hair. Oh, um, but like a mannequin's hair and the sound of the- Oh my god, I was so disgusted. Anyways. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like it can like go into slightly sexual sounding territory. Sure. People but, like, do that. If they reel it back in, it's actually good. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Oh, it was really <laughs> weird. Sean Mendez. It's a yes for me. Yeah. Oh. I'm a Sean. I like his music. Sean. Sean, oh, yeah. The last few like yeah, he did the Senorita song is fantastic yeah. yes um, lost in japan however is probably my favorite one really, i don't know I don't this know it's really good okay, J- okay we'll uh, look it up yeah yeah lost in japan yeah go on. river dancing it's a no for me <laughs> have you done it no i just uh, it's just so it's just so corny looking i'm sorry to whoever river dances and listens to this podcast look, which might be like, like five it. people it's art it's fine. Like, just, everybody's entitled to their own like opinion. yeah no to river dancing <laughs> breastfeeding in public how public like on a stage Ooh, on the stage, that's funny. like like as, a, as, as like an art installation, <laughs> like like as a performance sure. in a museum. I, uh, I I think it's a it's like a yes you, for me. Like if like, you were on a bus I, and somebody just whipped out their their boobies and had feel, a Okay, it's shocking. Yeah, but, true. That's, that's but it's fair. not a no for me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's Complete not. Sense. You support yeah. the decision. I support. For her. They could do whatever they want, but like I will be like, whoa, whoa, right? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, because you're not used to that. Yeah. Okay. Mostly because that. Yeah. We're back at the eight ball. We said we'd shake okay. it, ask it a question. I ask it a question. You, you ask, it ask it a question to the eight it's ball, and it will you give you answer. your answer yeah. you deserve. Oh, I, I really. Come on. What was the question we were asking earlier? I, I just don't have a question. If, if, yes, you do. Because we had if, we the, about if he should start making. If um, sh- okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, I got he it. Has okay, one. All right. Should I get into voiceover work? <sighs> Boom. It's gonna be a no. <laughs> it's gonna be awful. Uh, it's like on the on the. Oh. Tap it. We're listening to. Ask some. your agent. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's right. great. Yeah. I'm your agent. That's I great. Yes. Okay. Well, Sounds thank good. Thank you so much for coming in here and talking yes. with us today. Awesome. We thank appreciate you for having it. Me. Of course. It was fun. Blast. Yeah. See you yeah. guys later. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Dance Room. Room. Get new episodes every Thursday on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. Follow me at Heather Elizabeth. That's Heather with two R's at the end, Elizabeth with two H's. Don't ask. It's just a mess. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Heather Morris TV. And you can follow me, Ava, at AvaFlav1. That's the number, not the word on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and leave a nice rating and a five-star review. And make sure to spread the word. Spread that word. See you next week. See ya. Did you miss out on Bitcoin? Did you miss out on Ethereum? I bet you did. Don't miss out on PulseX.com. I'm Richard Hart, and I'm the founder of Hex.com, whose price went up 10,000x in only 623 days. 
PulseX.com is launching now, and the rates start ramping up at 5% per day starting January 10th. You really don't want to be late. Go to PulseX.com right now. P-U-L-S-E-X.com.